Hey everyone, welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Ashley. And my name is Kaylin. We are both licensed speech-language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you are in the right place. Today, on our favorites episode, we will be sharing our top Halloween books. So these books embrace the Halloween theme, and there are so many of these out there. So here's a quick review for how we select books. We select books based on whether or not they have engaging, diverse characters. So these are stories that the students can relate to the characters' emotions or actions, and they can relate to their life experiences, or they offer something new for the students to learn about. They have rich vocabulary. They have a good plot. They also have a good theme or message. And then they are no longer than 10 minutes. So that way you can complete them in your therapy session. So that's how we kind of weed through all these different Halloween books because they're all so cute. Mm -hmm. We will be doing an episode next time that will focus on pumpkins, bats, spiders, and night animals in case you would prefer that versus the Halloween theme. Yeah, they have no mention of Halloween in them. So we'll talk about that next week. If you would like to take a few notes about the books, the Halloween books we're going to talk about today, you can print off the free download we have in our show notes. All of these Halloween books that we're mentioning are readily available from your library, and we will also provide the Amazon links if you would prefer to add them to your personal library. And these books are complete episodes, so that just means they have a plan and actions to solve it. Some of these books, we have narrative note companions and book companions. So if you are interested in having those cheat sheets, we will mention that as we go through. And then all of these books are available on our key teaching points resource that's also available on TPT or our free book search that's on our blog at sweetsouthernspeech.com. So Ashley, why don't you get us started? Okay, so the first book we want to share is an all-time Halloween favorite, Room on the Broom by Julia Donaldson. She's also just, you know, one of our favorite authors. We Mm -hmm. love all of her books. We do have a book companion for this in our TPT store. So, you know, it's like Kaylin said, if you're driving or you're listening and you don't want to take notes on this episode, we've got, you know, everything for you already, like, written out, printed out. So don't stress. We are also going to do a another upcoming episode specifically on this book. It's a this or that episode. So we're going to you know kind of go through this one really quickly. You probably are all familiar with this book. We love, again, we love this book. It's, very, it's a very complete, meaning there are many, many, many goals that you can cover with a, a yes. wide age range. You know, you can do this with early childhood. You could do this with upper elementary. There's there's something for everyone here. It is a great complete episode. You're going to get rhyming throughout this book. You're going to get a lot of alliteration opportunities. So when we love rhyming and alliteration even for our elementary upper elementary because it just keeps the story going. It may you know rhyming may not be a direct it's rhythmical, like it helps it flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Helps it flow. But the vocabulary in this book is so rich and there is a great message at the end. It's like even though this is a fun book and it's very engaging because there is some of that like the text they can join in on many of the pages. Mm-hmm. 
it still has a really great message at the end of it, even though it's kind of just a fun book. So if you have some articulation students, I would pull this book for R blends, L blends, the SH and CH sounds. You're also going to get a high frequency of the F, R, L, and W sounds. Mm -hmm. So again, we're going to go into depth into this book later, but um, it's a great one. Like you should have this one on your shelf. This is, this is not one that I would be going to the library to borrow. I'm buying this book for my personal library, 100%. If mm-hmm. you're wanting to build your library, this one's a no-brainer for Halloween. Okay, the next book is Bone Soup by Cambria Evans. We are also going to do a deep dive on this book later on. So I'm going to quickly go through it. But Bone Soup is, it's like the modern Halloween version of the old book stone soup if you're familiar with that so the character the main character i think it's fitting in he has like a known history through all the land of eating everything in the little towns he goes to and so everyone hides when he comes into this town and he kind of reverses he kind of he doesn't trick them but he figures out a way to get what he wants and it's very 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 clever and if you have students with that are like upper elementary, even middle school, this is the book for you. The text is longer, but I would say visually what I like about it is every page is a little bit different. It's not just text with pictures. You do get some graphic novel style pages and the text is really broken up on many of the pages. So I, I love that aspect of it. But the vocabulary, the tier two vocabulary is very high level. So again, if you've got, if you want to do a Halloween theme with some of your upper elementary, middle school, you know, that's not so cutesy. This is a great one. You're going to get a lot of, you know, social emotional aspects. You can get great predicting in this one. The comp- there's some sentence structure that has really complex sentences. So you can do some, pull them out and do some mentor sentences with your older students to work on some of those grammar concepts. If you have some articulation students, you're going to be working on um, for this book, initial S, initial F, the initial SH, and the medial SH. So think about that when you're choosing this book for Halloween themes. Yep. And the next book we have is The Little Old Lady Who Is Not Afraid of Anything by Linda Williams. I know my son worked through it in preschool. It is great for early childhood and even elementary. So this little old lady who wasn't afraid of anything on one autumn night while walking in the woods, she started to hear all of these different sounds. And she, again, wasn't afraid of anything but she had the scare of her life. With bouncy refrains and classic art, this timeless Halloween story is perfect for a read-aloud, and it really is. So it's great for sequencing. It introduces the onomatopoeias. It has repetitive text. It's a cumulative style. So it's great for your motor speech planning. So if you have kids with childhood apraxia of speech, this would be a great book for them. But you can also use it for illustration study and character analysis. So again, with that repetitive text, you're going to get a lot of opportunities with different sounds. But some of the sounds are the initial L, initial G, and then a medial for afraid, the FR. So 
That's the little lady. The next book, we have a book companion for. It's called Stumpkin by Lucy Ruth Cummins. And again, a book companion is just a cheat sheet, but it also has activities that go with the book. So Stumpkin has great vocabulary. This book is about these pumpkins at a shop. They're, they are displayed outside of the shop. And all of a sudden, one of the pumpkins disappears. And the other pumpkins are nervous. They're worried what happened to our peer. And then they eventually see the pumpkin who disappeared in a window across the street. And now that pumpkin is a jack-o'-lantern. And so now all these pumpkins want to become a jack-o'-lantern for Halloween. However, there's one pumpkin named Stumpkin who has a short stump. So this book is great for perspective taking. It also is great for mental verbs because you get to take the perspective of Stumpkin in, and why do you think how, like, why do you think he is feeling a little worried? He's, he's very um, self-conscious about the fact that he doesn't have a full stem. There are opportunities for Stumpkin to be purchased, but something happens. And so he's just that feeling of worry. So it's great for that illustration study at the end. There is a great, you think the book is over, but there's a great surprise because it keeps going. So we would use this for early childhood elementary. And because the illustrations are mature and the theme and the inferencing are more for mature, like older kiddos, this is a good book for upper elementary. This book you can use for that initial ST blend and then a P for pumpkin. Also the L, the medial L jack-o'-lantern. And then you'll get that J sound, which I feel like are hard to find. It's hard to find books that have that J. But with Halloween books, jack-o'-lantern. The next book, Ashley. Yeah, and I was going to say Stumpkin. It's kind of that great book if you've ever been picked last for kickball for teams. You know? Oh, yeah. And you might even be able to parallel it with invisible boy just feel like you're not good enough and what that feels like from both sides so again perspective taking okay the next book is big pumpkin by erica silverman i've had this book for years and it's great i think for early childhood and then elementary i mean i i think you can use it for upper elementary but it's the repetitive text in it i love for you know, engaging those younger students that they can join in. And it's another one of those that if you do have students working on either, you know, fluency or apraxia, if they have apraxia and you're trying to get them to work on some of those sentence fluencies, this is a great one because it does have some repetitive text. Great for problem solving. So the witch in the story has grown a pumpkin, a giant pumpkin. It's grown and grown and grown. And it's Halloween night and she wants to pull it, but it's like so big she can't pull it from the vine. And so along come all the Halloween characters. So a ghost comes, Dracula comes, all the care, all the Halloween characters come and each one feels like they're bigger and stronger and they're going to be the one to do it. Well, what happens is at the end, it really takes all of them together and even the smallest character to pull the pumpkin from the vine. And they end up having a nice little party together. So it's a fun book to it accumulates. So you're going to get some great grammar opportunities with this because you have that conjunction and throughout it. So if you have students working on sentence combining, you can pull some out and do some mentor sentences with this book. Great for predicting 
amazing for sequencing. So if you have students working on sequencing the order of a story, this is the book for you. It is a complete episode, but it does have a cumulative aspect to it. If you have students, Mm -hmm. the pumpkin is throughout. So you're going to get that initial P and medial P, initial W, initial V for vine, and then and vampire, vampire, right. And the word Mm -hmm. drat, because that's their word when they're mad, (laughs) they say drat. Um, so that beginning DR blend, and then you the final LD, and then the final CH. So those are your high frequency sounds that you're going to get throughout this book. The next book is so, so, so cute. Halloweener by Dave Pilkey. We do have a book companion for this because we adore this book. And I love Dave Pilkey. He's the dog man book author if you have some older students he's written mm. and he had and his story is just really really great on why he became an author we won't get into that today but you could look up dave pilkey this one is so cute for theme or message of again perspective taking what it feels like to be made fun of and so if you have students who need that emotional social emotional aspect of a theme or message this would be great for it fantastic for character analysis And again, that perspective taking of what this main character, the wiener dog, is going through. You can predict with this book. You have lots of inferencing opportunities. There are some great sentence structures. So if you have some kids working on grammar and sentence structure, it is a complete episode. It has a fun twist ending. Mm -hmm. Again, so I would work on it with early childhood, elementary, and even upper elementary, especially for that social emotional aspect. But the high frequency sounds, because the main character's name is Oscar, you're going to get that medial SK and the final er sound. And also with the upper elementary, I feel like it'd be good for the fact that uh, it's the word play with the name yes. Oscar. He's a wiener dog. Plus he, the Frankfurter, <laughs> like all of the word play with that, seeing if they can think outside the box. Yeah. If they were younger, they wouldn't get that humor. But if they were older, seeing if they can catch that, that might be higher level thinking. So the next book is Fright Club by Ethan Long. So this book is about a group of monsters. They're in a club and they are preparing for Halloween night and scaring all the trick-or-treaters. But a bunny comes and knocks on their door and they're like, what are you doing here? No, you can't be a part of the club. You're a bunny. Leave. (laughs) Ha ha. And then they continue to practice on how to be prepared for Halloween night. And the monsters aren't doing, they're not doing as well as the head of the club would prefer them to do. Then the bunny comes back with um, another animal who is like, you have no right to discriminate against a bunny. And so the club is just like, whatever, you're just a bunny. Y'all are just animals. We're monsters. So we know how to be scary. But then all these animals come in like squirrels and bunnies they come in and they totally freak out (laughs) the monsters and then the monsters are like wow okay y'all can be a part of our club and then they wreak havoc on all of the trick-or-treaters at the very end and it's very funny so i would definitely use this for elementary and then the vocabulary is really good you the illustration study because of all the different ways that monsters are trying to be scary it's it's really good their text features are awesome 
And then also just the theme message of being inclusive and not judging a book by its cover, like, and just being friends with everybody, even if you're very different. So it's great for the initial KL and the initial FR, Fright Club. The next book we have is Creepy Carrots. So this one technically isn't Halloween, but it's spooky. And so I feel like it has a stronger Halloween theme. And everyone uses it for Halloween. So Creepy Carrots by Aaron Reynolds. It's about the bunny. He eats a lot of carrots. And so the carrots come up with this plan on how to prevent the rabbit from eating them. So it has great vocabulary, the problem solving on how the carrots can avoid being eaten, but also how the bunny can conquer the fact that he's being haunted by these carrots. And I think it's the illustration that adds to that the scary factor. Oh, yeah. It's shadows. They also have like creepy underpants. Um, there's other in yes, this theme. The so if you want to get on the yeah. creepy chain, you can go look up his other creepy books with the same character. It's also great for the mental state verbs, text features. It is a complete episode. Great for elementary, upper elementary. You're going to get that creepy. So the KR blend and then the initial K for carrot. Also that vocalic R for carrot. And then the final TS blend a medial R and an initial J and then a final ER sound. So take a carrot. The next book is mm-hmm. Scaredy Cat Splat by Rob Scotton. So this is the Splat the Cat character who I use this book, this this whole series, the Splat the Cat series with all of my S kids because you get a high frequency of the SPL, the initial SK, Um, You're also going to get medial R and that medial AIR sound. So if you have kids with S sounds and you want a very light, fun, easy, happy Halloween themed book that doesn't go like, it's not deep, you know, it's just a cute book, but it's a really great one. It has great linguistic verbs, great past tense verbs. So the main character Splat is wanting to get a scary costume for his school. They're having like a little um, Halloween costume, scary Halloween costume contest. And his isn't very scary. And all his friends make fun of him and are, you know, like not impressed with his spider costume. And, but the story kind of flips at the end and it has a surprise ending because maybe he does end up having the scariest costume, but there's a little twist it is a complete episode, so we like that. There's a plan and actions to, to solve the problem and everything. Great for character analysis, again, but it's not it's not deep. It's not heavy book. So, no, it's Mm-mm. very light. It's, it's Splat the Cat. Very, very playful. playful. Early mm-hmm. childhood mm-hmm. and probably lower elementary is who I would use this with. So, again, those high-frequency S-blend sounds are really why you're pulling this book off the shelf. The next book is another fun, light Halloween book, Pete the Cat. It's Trick or Pete. And this is another James Dean book. It is not the early Pete the Cat books. These are more of like the whole story Pete the Cat books. So it, you're not getting that repetitive text like the I Love My White Shoes book. It's, it's, a, it's a complete story. So Pete is a little nervous to go trick-or-treating with his dad, but his dad, you know, kind of is telling him throughout, you know, things aren't spooky. It's not scary. This is, this is a great book. If you have students who maybe are a little apprehensive about what Halloween is and going trick-or-treating and they don't want to be scared. So I would pull the book. I would pull this book for that reason. If you have some kids that are apprehensive, 
definitely early childhood, lower elementary, you know, kindergarten, first grade, maybe second grade. It has a high frequency of the SP, K sounds, the P sound, the TR for trick is throughout, spooky, so that initial SP, spooky is written throughout every page. It does have a lift the flap on each page, so you do get a little bit of a repetitive text or a repeated phrase in there, and so great for working on predicting, great for working on sequencing because of the story and the order that he goes throughout the story. So, super cute, Pete the Cat book. Pumpkin Jack by Will Hubble is our next favorite Halloween-themed book. So if you're not familiar with this book, uh, Tim, he has his first pumpkin. He carves it. It's fierce and funny, and he names it Jack. And then when Halloween's over, the pumpkin starts to rot. So this is a good like life cycle of a pumpkin, but it also has a complex episode. So a complex episode is when there's multiple plans. So the pumpkin as it rots through the seasons and the seasons change and then it ends up turning into a new pumpkin the next Halloween. So great for sequencing that life cycle of a pumpkin. Great vocabulary. If you're working on adjectives, you can use this book for that and then mental state verbs. Um, It is great for elementary and upper elementary I know that preschools read this book. I just feel like it might be a little bit longer of a text to do in a 30-minute session with a preschooler. Yeah, I wouldn't do it with preschool. But Jack is that initial J, the final K sound, initial P for pumpkin, and then a final M for Tim. So pumpkin, Jack. The next book is new. So Bruce and the Legend of Soggy Hollow by Ryan T. Higgins. So. Bruce is not excited about anything, especially holidays. His facial expressions are so good. So this book, you you pull Bruce books for negation. They typically have great vocabulary. This one does. It is great for the illustration study. It has awesome text features. This book has uh, regular past tense verbs and adjectives. The friends really want Bruce to like Halloween. And so they do whatever. They they literally put on a play and they make Bruce be a part of the play in hopes that he will love Halloween. And it's about a headless horseman. But then Bruce gets creeped out by this moose, Camilla, who is acting her part of a love story. And so he bolts and runs away from her when she tries to kiss him. And then he encounters the true headless horseman, but doesn't realize it. And they're both running together away from Camilla. So it has that humor. It is a complete episode. The plan is to get Bruce to enjoy Halloween. Are the friends ever really successful? Um, with getting Bruce to enjoy things, not all the times, but that, all the time, but that's okay. It's a funny book. So it's great for elementary, upper elementary. Because his name is Bruce, you get that BR blend, the final S. And then for headless, Camilla and Hollow. So they are either written multiple times throughout the book or because Camilla is such a main part of the story. Whenever you're answering questions or describing what's going on, trying to get them to say the medial L. So that is high frequency as well. So those are our top 12 books that we've picked. 
we obviously love more Halloween books, but we picked these because we, you know, there were a wide mm-hmm. range of topics that you can use this one. And and like Kaylin was saying at the beginning of the episode, we're not picking the book and trying to, you know, use that with all of our groups and all of our students. We're we're picking the book based on their students' goals. So always to have that, you know, in the back of your mind, don't just pick a book, you know, don't just use room on the broom, even though, because everyone shares that come Halloween time on social media and, but you can't use that with all of your students, right? So be very selective with your books, especially when it comes to like Halloween's and seasons. So the next episode, we're going to share some creepy, spooky books, but have no mention of Halloween in it. So we hope that you will come back next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.